0: Hello, and welcome to Odd Spots. My name is Ryan Mullen, and on this episode, I talked to Alexandra Sullivan. I was recommended Alexandra through Jillian Kerr, who was a previous guest of the podcast. So maybe this will be the first episode in a series within my music series called Friends of Jillian. Who knows? We'll see. If anybody else wants to come on that she recommended. Uh, this episode just is uh, proof that how different each episode of this podcast can be. We did this uh, in City Hall here in Ottawa, Canada, and there were se- security interaction at the beginning because uh, they were curious about what we were doing, and then they were cool and let us stay there. There is a TV in the corner that you'll be able to hear some seagull sounds <laughs> throughout the episode, which is kind of funny. The, the lights turned off halfway through the episode because it, the room was motion censored and we were staying still. I believe in the last five to 10 minutes, my foot fell asleep, (laughs) which hasn't happened before. But yeah, it was just such a great conversation. Alexander was very sweet and open. And uh, so, how about we play her song and then we'll get into the episode? So, here is Little Hope by Alexandra Sullivan. with alexandra sullivan alexandra where are we what does it look like and what are the sounds we might be hearing during this episode
1: um we are in city hall we're in a small art gallery in city hall i believe it has something to do with postcards um i'm looking at a canoe in a box and there's a bunch of pictures around the walls lots of these people are from the 1800s so it's a little creepy I would define it as, especially that lady there. Yeah. Um, and some of the sounds, we believe we figured out that um there is a media loop happening and you might hear um some like setting the scene sounds. So water, like people walking, I think we've heard.
0: Yeah, that's pretty good. Pretty good description. We got this guy next to you, Joseph. Joseph Mount Ferrand. Yeah. He What's looks that like, last name? Yeah. Mount Ferrand.
1: I don't, I'm not going to try okay. that one, but he looks like Walt Whitman.
0: Anyway. Walt, Walt Whitman? Yeah. That's a poet? Yeah. I, I know that from I think, Breaking Bad. Do I you actually they, know him as a poet? I do, okay. yeah. <laughs>
1: Unfortunately, I'm a big nerd, Um, but I think they all actually looked like that.
0: So. Okay. <laughs> big bearded. Exactly. Um, So I wanted to start with your newest song, Little Hope, that I would have just played before this. Right. That song, when you look at it, you could think of it, if you look at it um, pessimistically, you're like, Mm. is there little hope left? But then you listen to it and it's actually optimistic. I get your, there's a little hope left. And and at least there is. Yes. Do you think, what is your percentage or your ratio of looking at things in general, like of positive and negative? Do you think it's mostly positive? Like the song?
1: I'm going to say mostly positive, but uh, I get stuck in like all or nothing. So it's either super positive or, Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know, not at all. Like those uh, memes, like, I've seen a bunch of them. I always laugh at them. Like uh as an artist you have two moods, like I'm great, everything's great, or why am I even doing this? Yeah. That's how I feel most of the time. (laughs) It's back and forth.
0: Do you think that you're harder on yourself than other people? Like I feel like I I just look I just so overly critical.
1: Absolutely. Yeah.
0: (laughs) And how do you get to accept that you have a good song? Like when does that oh (laughs) they're Oh perfect.
1: Oh yeah, boats, boat horns was another sound. (laughs) Um I think that music actually makes me feel a lot more um, positively. Like, it's a Mm -hmm. way to kind of work through some of those negative emotions. And then with the final product, it's always... I'm, I'm very often happy with, with what I put out and proud and it makes me more optimistic.
0: That's good. And what do you see when you look into like an audience of people when you're performing? Is it just a lot of just like smiling faces and that's, that lifts you up?
1: Like, um, no, people usually are looking sad because my sad. songs are quite <laughs> sad. So well,
0: so you only play sad songs in public? I try to make public? people
1: either cry or laugh. So in okay. between I do like, a little bit of comedy just to lighten the mood. And uh, then I sing really sad folk songs. So, you know. You
0: never sing a happy one. (laughs)
1: Little Hope, I would say, is my happiest song.
0: Really? Yes. Okay. (laughs) Wow.
1: I like to take people for a roller coaster of emotions.
0: You have one line in the song where you're like, you've been so in love with your anger. I guess, does that make it like worth it to have? Like, if you have like a negative time, like a bad time, but then you get to make a song, you get to make art out of it, like to make it not for nothing, like these sad times.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And I think that, well, again, like I'm not just like sad all the time. I just, that's, those are the feelings that motivate me. Like the Mm -hmm. struggles are like any artist, I feel like I like to write about that and kind of work through it by Mm -hmm. making it into something tangible. And um, I think that's definitely a factor, but honestly I get to just kind of understand my feelings and do that like self-reflection through creating a song or writing about it so that definitely yeah like you said makes it worth it but it also just like helps me heal I'd say
0: what is one of your favorite like sad movies to watch like do you have a go-to like you're in this mood like some of your songs you're like oh i'm gonna wa- i'm gonna go watch this movie about these depressing characters or scenes
1: see the interesting thing is like i don't i do no it, no i watch funny things and okay. i always just listen to comedy and watch stupid sitcoms
0: yeah yeah
1: like okay. i'm very very light in in most other parts of my life oh, but okay. uh and i think that's why why it comes out kind of in my songs like i said it's almost like my personal little therapy
0: okay and yeah, that's how I found most people I've been talking to, whether it's, yes, yeah, stand-up or music. It's just so therapeutic, just being like honest. Yep. Like, is that the main thing? Just being able to say it into a microphone like this and yeah. you know people can hear it or, or not?
1: Yeah, totally. And it's just like, it feels so free. I, I was nervous for a lot of the years that I when I started, but now, like, you can't get me to shut up when I'm on stage. I'll just tell the story of all the songs mm-hmm. and, and sing and make jokes. And it's like some of my favorite moments are being up on stage.
0: That's awesome and where are you at right now with like nerves? Like, it really depends, I guess, on the stage. You've been at like Marfest, Marvest. So yeah. that's what City Folk, and.
1: Yeah, I am, um, honestly, I used to get so, so nervous every time. Yeah. Like, I was one of those kids that would like, have nightmares about being called upon to read in, in class. Really? Like, really just was terrified of public speaking. Um, so like, I've come a really long yeah. way. Like, I actually thoroughly enjoy it yeah. now. Um, but, yeah, I guess it kind of depends. Like. For me, it's not just, like, the the element of, like, talking in front of people or performing in front of people now. Mm. It's, like, if I don't know the venue, if I've never performed at the venue yeah. before, I get a little nervous about, like, oh, am I going to sure. get everything set up, right? Or yeah. um, last... Last year, I got the opportunity to open for Craig Cardiff at yeah, the Black Sheep that's Inn, awesome. and like he's been my favorite for like such a long time. So mm-hmm. I was nervous for that one because that he was sense. like an idol. So I yeah. was like, you know, kind of freaking out, like, oh, you got to do your best at this one. But I would say, yeah, it's kind of like nor- more normal nerves like that.
0: And how did you get that situation set up? Like, you made that happen? Like, you asked to be part of that, or no? Uh,
1: he asked me actually. Oh, I'm nice. uh, we have like a mutual friend. Okay, and so she hosts some concerts um, around Wakefield and Ottawa, like house concerts. Okay, cool. Um, she's a prof at Carleton and, uh, yeah, her and I just became friends and she was friends with Craig. So she introduced us at one of his shows a while ago and then he's a very like down to earth, mm-hmm. nice guy. So I added him on Facebook, asked for some feedback on some of my songs and stuff. And, uh, then yeah, after about a couple months, he just asked me if I wanted to open for him and I was like, hell yeah.
0: Yeah. That's awesome. That's so cool. That uh I listen to a podcast that's called Industry Standard and it's by this comedy producer. Like that's how deep I go into them. I'm not even listening to comedians anymore. I'm listening to the people behind the scenes. Oh nice. And yeah. this guy Barry Katz talks about he's like it's all about like relationships. Like right. oh, people totally. you know and the connections you get and what's that negative word about uh having your family member get, get you the job? Oh. Uh, anyways, that nepotism. Like, nepotism. Yeah. <laughs> Where it just sounds so bad, but it's like I guess that's bad. I don't know. I feel Uh, like it's it's someone you know and you could trust. Someone like that's the reputation. I think there's
1: a difference between, yeah, like nepotism Mm -hmm. and just networking. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, So speaking of kind of networking, um, you had a crowdfunding campaign that you tried to get $1,500 in 30 days and then you raised it in two days. Yep. That is I was, yep. awesome. It's <laughs> like, really, like, really awesome. And so that's to get a your new album and to get you to go on tour to help yeah. with all money for that. Yeah, exactly. That, that's the coolest thing. Like to know you have all these people in your corner that are backing you like so quickly.
1: Oh, it was psycho. I was like crying all day like a yeah. loser. Yeah. <laughs> um no, but I uh yeah, I was I was totally overwhelmed. It was crazy. I mean like the inner dialogue I was having before I like put that up live again, like we said, Mm -hmm. a little hard on myself, but also like, you don't want to be like blindly confident about that kind of stuff. It kind of takes the reward out of it too. Like I was just, you know, I don't know how many people are going to actually have anything to spare or how many people are going to see this or, you know, like, um, how much trust I've built up over the years. But, uh, yeah, so I put it out, I had it at a thousand. Okay. Yeah. And then in at like 60 days, cause I was like, Oh, I need it for like a really long time. Like I don't want to like rush people or Mm -hmm. whatever. And then it said like Kickstarter was like, Oh, you know, crowdfunding campaigns are like more successful if they are uh, a bigger goal, 30 days or less. So I was like, okay, fine. 30 days. So then I was like, okay, maybe I'll do like 1500, but, add to that because I had $500 in savings yeah, on my okay. own. And so I was like, if I don't make that extra 500, I'll just like throw it in from my credit card yeah. and then take it back. So it doesn't look like I failed. <laughs> okay, yeah. yeah. So I had that like on you had hold. Your plans? No, exactly. Yeah. yeah. I basically had like a third of it in savings so that like That's I could interesting. just throw it I wonder it how
0: on. often that happens. It definitely well, happens yeah, a lot.
1: Cause it's all or nothing funding. Right. So like, I was oh, like, wow. if I don't reach the goal and there's like this, like I'll have to have backup because yeah. I don't want to, put the rest of yeah. it to waste anyway okay, wow. it was a little anxiety attack over that but anyways yeah then I decided to just put it up to 15 and see what happens and uh yeah it was like 24 hours and it was done
0: that's so cool crazy. 24 hours there yeah, yeah okay. it was a day it was a day oh wow I know
1: <laughs> yeah it was crazy
0: and who who are these people are these a lot of friends and family that you have or just people you've networked with Honestly, over the years I don't know because who it is?
1: The, the 30 days isn't up yet Okay. So I don't so it know didn't show you. No. Oh, wow. I don't know who's uh, donated yet and okay. honestly it's at it's almost at $2,000 now, and there's still about no. 12 days to go.
0: Really? Okay. And yeah. this will be coming out in a couple of days, so it'll still be going on even it when this comes out. It will still go on. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. So, so now,
1: <laughs> I didn't think of this, but now I'm just like, oh, I want it to be done. Yeah. <laughs> and I can't change it now. <laughs> yeah. That's interesting.
0: <laughs> yeah. But it just went too well too so fast. <laughs> no, I'm not complaining. <laughs> no, okay. no, exactly. Yeah. yeah. But again, that's just looking at it like, oh, yeah, no, well, I want now, it now. <laughs> now
1: I was like, well, if I like, I just had no experience, right? But if I had a mm-hmm. strategy, like, I think it would be a good idea if you did have a fan base to kind of do it for a week or something just to like, get everyone's attention on it because i did i got that attention for like the 24 48 hours mm-hmm. and now it's just like well i don't want to keep promoting it like
0: yeah hey guys that makes sense yeah yeah <laughs> you're already... giving
1: me way more than i asked for like keep yeah. going. I'm yeah for that. sure yeah. that makes
0: sense and so that goes to recording time of an album and um, what does that go to
1: so i've pretty much mapped it out it's um well lots of them opted to get rewards on it too yeah. so some of the funding's obviously going to go towards mm-hmm. that but mm. um it's going to go for travel for the tour um i'm blanking sorry oh yeah the album yeah so i'm actually going to be doing it independently i'm uh, i'm buying a bunch of stuff to set up a solo studio oh okay yeah and then uh, paying for session musician time uh mm-hmm. and then merchandise album okay. artwork all the rest oh, of wow. the stuff that's yeah. what this is all going to and cool. uh you know like openers etc i'm going to be doing shows all over canada this summer so
0: and i saw today you just got booked on the <laughs> artist yeah. on board program yeah, that's yeah. awesome good news today yeah and it so was nice. that's such a cool program. another that... day of crying at work <laughs> <So>. yeah <laughs> wow <laughs> good T- tears cry. of joy good yeah, good yeah. Cry. and so can you explain that program like what what you're going to be in for from toronto yeah. to vancouver yeah okay
1: yeah so um It's called the Artist on Board Program by Via Rail, and I just heard about it last summer. It's weird that it's not too well-known because it's such a crazy, fantastic opportunity. Yeah, it is. Um, Anyway, so if you're listening, apply. Yeah. (laughs) Um, It's a pretty straightforward online application, and basically you say your preferred ride. They either do trains um, like out east or out west, so it would be like the two-day trip to Halifax Mm -hmm. or the four-and-a-half days to Vancouver. Okay. Um, so that's the one that I applied for. And basically I play a show every day on the train and I get the train out there for free. Yeah. Wow.
0: And at the stations, right? If you're playing. They said that
1: you you have to be willing to do up to two, but it depends on where the train is stopping. So like the, what I haven't actually received the contract yet. I just like found out that I got approved. Mm -hmm. Um, but I believe the, yeah, I believe like, if they stop for a long enough time at a station, they can be like, go play a 20 minute set out here yeah, or whatever. Okay. But all I know, like, that it's mandated to do is the. On the train. The, yeah, the sets on the train for the passengers. And you're supposed to be mostly Canadian songs, yeah. like engage the audience and oh, stuff. Oh, okay, covers. <laughs> Uh well your own stuff too oh, okay yeah because I'm Canadian so. yeah okay <laughs> that <those> counts okay <laughs> yeah. that's
0: good because I was like oh, oh that that'd be weird that yeah. they wouldn't want you to play original songs no no okay, they they both, do yeah.
1: yeah they want you to do original songs but like because it's part of the Canadian experience yeah. via rail right like that's their mm. that's their kind of vision is like it's it's uh promoting Canadian culture and so yeah. I'm gonna I mean I already play a lot of like local.
0: Okay. Not local, I guess, but like Canadians. grassroots Canadian
1: <laughs> yeah. stuff. Yeah. So. That's
0: such a win-win for like, for you getting to crazy. travel like this just and playing music when you would want to do that probably anyways, yeah. like do a show on the train. You're like, wouldn't that be a crazy idea? And you get to do it. And oh, then people I know. Instead of just listening to their iPod for the set, like thousands of time of with well, the yeah, same we're music. Well, are stuck on the train for four yeah. days. So like, <laughs> yeah. I,
1: I was like, I'd be wanting to do something anyway. And mm-hmm. that kind of, you know, gives it, gives it, um, a bit of a purpose to to be on that train you know yeah I mean it's gonna be beautiful I've never been out west so I can't wait to like go into Vancouver and see the Rockies and everything from the train okay what else do you have on your
0: your plan for the trip Um, were you like because you're doing shows at these stops right or no uh, on the way or just there in Vancouver just in Vancouver. Okay. So the
1: train is like a non-stop. Yeah, okay. Yeah, so, it, so either it would like stop just to let people off and then like have yeah, like a two-hour okay. waiting period, but I wouldn't actually be getting off the train until Vancouver. So my plan is to do like an Ontario-Quebec leg mm-hmm. um, and then go out east. I'm going to drive out east and do New Brunswick, Nova Scotia, and PEI and then take the train out and do Vancouver cool. and Calgary.
0: Yeah, that's yeah. awesome. Yeah. <laughs> that's so cool. And this is, it's called... August moon, your new album and you're touring in August, right? So that's, that's a good time to release the album first. People (laughs) get an idea of it. And then
1: I'm not saying I named my album after the month I was touring, but I did.
0: (laughs) Yeah. I mean, it's smart for that time. (laughs) It was a
1: lyric. It was right there. I had to, (laughs) Okay. Yeah. Yeah.
0: if you have it, yeah. yeah, why not? Um, do you remember the first time that you got paid to do music, to play music?
1: Oh, that's a good question. First time I got paid to do music. Okay. Just let me take sure. a trip down memory lane here. Um, we
0: have some great sound effects in the background. And I'm sure you can hear of like, you're yeah. taking that trip. You're flying right now. It's a plane now? <laughs> yeah, yeah, Yeah. That was a plane. There was a train just earlier when we were talking about the train. It's
1: pretty appropriate. Everything in here is yeah. Canadian too. Yeah. I think. Probably. It's oh, uh, oh, I would guess. <laughs> um, I got it.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Okay. So... It was at the rainbow. The rainbow. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Cool. I believe
0: and what kind of show was it like how much was it do you know like because i remember the first time oh, i got like comedy money it was change and i was like this is awesome
1: yeah oh yeah it was like i got a free beer and i was like this yeah. is all i need yeah. like it's fine but um it wasn't it wouldn't have been anything significant probably like no but 30, still 30 bucks something yeah. like that and a beer which was you know i'm more than happy
0: that yeah to do for the first time yeah to get that that's yeah so cool. because
1: before then it had just been like um well what I did cuz I I told you before but I was like pretty nervous but like I knew I wanted to play so I had someone sign me up to do like a volunteer um coffee house like for, okay, for yeah. a cause so like my name was on the event and i okay. like couldn't bail because i knew i would okay so anyway it was there and i was like <laughs> i have to do it so i did it and then after that i was like okay cool and then i started booking some shows and doing open mics and stuff
0: and are the open mics usually booked ahead of time or are they traditional ones where you show up put your name in a hat and yeah then it's cold? It's yeah more yeah like that?
1: traditional like that the coffee house thing was more it was like a carlton university okay. coffee house fundraiser thing so it was like they were looking for acts uh, before time. So it wasn't like, even if an open mic, I could just as easily walk out the door before my name's called. Like this one was more. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah.
0: And, but I usually, I find that's more nerve wracking, not knowing if you're going up and then just getting pulled out. And then you go up at that time. Like I find that to be freak. I'd rather know where I am on the lineup.
1: Yeah, I guess so. Um, well, okay. So is that what they're like for comedy?
0: They're mostly all booked.
1: They do the they do the set list for music. Sorry, they, not the set list, the artist list. Like sometimes just so it's fair. The lineup, yeah. Yeah, but they won't like, it won't be like pulling a name out of a hat. It'll like, you sign up and then like, it'll you're fourth. Okay, so you will like, see You will see where it is. You it's know not kind just of, happening yeah, exactly. right
0: now. How would that happen with music? You just show up and you have to set up your, your instrument. No, exactly. You can't just go up and stand and there. And they have
1: that. like, you know, like a host and stuff. So they're like, up next is yeah. Alexandra. Yeah, they know who it is. Yeah. Yeah
0: and what's the best or what are some of the good rooms for open like for music open mics around town
1: um live on elgin is great mm-hmm. they're every tuesday i think
0: okay
1: i feel like every open mic in ottawa is on a tuesday the laugh oh, is on tuesday that's too, bad. too yeah i don't know things have changed a lot mm-hmm. like i I don't get to go out as much as i would no? like okay. to anymore i think there's there's one on wednesday there's one on wednesday nights at uh pines and courts on bank okay uh That's honestly all I can think of right now. There's probably a million that I'm missing. Okay. Yeah. That's all right. Yeah. They're all fun and they're all great to just like, that's how I got my confidence up. And I think a lot of,
0: uh, that's how you meet everyone. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, everyone in Ottawa is such a small um, music scene too. Like you go to one open mic network Mm -hmm. a bit and you know, people, you know, from all around.
0: Uh, a guy I went to TV broadcasting with at Algonquin, John Kishel, made a series on YouTube called Shot in the Dark. Yeah. And he stopped doing that, I believe. I think he passed on to other people. And you were part of that. I how was. was. How was that experience for you? That's a pretty cool one. Oh, my God. It was amazing. Yeah?
1: Yeah. Absolutely amazing. One of my favorite things I've ever done here. Oh, wow. Um, Like, it was just so... I just, like, really respect good video making. Yeah. It was... Yeah. I couldn't believe it. And also, they, like did my makeup and my hair and I was oh, like wow. trying to slip the guy at 20 like can you follow me around everywhere yeah. because like I've never looked this pretty so oh wow. <laughs> no, but uh, it was really fun it was and like such a good talent pool too it was like yeah
0: it's really a smart idea of like getting a bunch of people to be the audience and hang out like oh, for totally. a whole day yeah and uh, you
1: get to see so many artists like mm-hmm. perform and It's just really cool. Like I was just, I felt really honored to be around those people. Like there was a ton of really great Ottawa artists there.
0: That's cool. Who was there on your day? I know there's been like a whole bunch of different sessions.
1: Yeah. Um, Who was there on my day? There was a bunch of people. There was this girl named Alexis Castriovani, I believe. I'm probably not saying her last name correctly because I'm super not Italian. But um, she did this like live looping with a cello. And then sang and had oh my god it was beautiful. Liana Sterling was there. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to remember other names, but lots of other people that you would probably recognize.
0: I reckon I've recognized a bunch of local artists and then found others through that. Yeah. I find also like the radio station Algonquin's a good one to find local music because they just play only Ottawa music. Right. That's cool. Where have you had your music played around town?
1: Um, Algonquin and, and mm-hmm. Carleton. Carlton. Okay, yeah.
0: those are the two big. That, that's cool. Yeah. That's sweet. I did one show for my buddies at Carlton and it was cool i've listened to a couple shows there
1: awesome yeah no i was just on um promoting my new single on uh what's it called the morning brew okay yeah um yeah no it's awesome local radio is great i've sent mine stuff into live 88.5 before but it's not too edgy so i never really get chosen (laughs) yeah yeah, okay (laughs) like come on guys don't you want to like bum everyone out at 10 (laughs) o'clock on a tuesday
0: and so when you have a good show how do you celebrate afterwards like do you get a high or what is it oh, totally like, yeah okay.
1: yeah no i i feel great honestly it's just uh i mean i've definitely had celebrations after but i mean after like my marvest day mm-hmm. a bunch of my friends and stuff came and so we all went out That's to awesome. landstand and stuff after and kind of made like a weekend out of it but usually it's just a really nice feeling that i just try and soak in and and you know it can't be a celebration every time yeah, but it always sure. feels good
0: that's cool. And how big was that, or what was the Marvest setup like? Where where was that, or like what did that look like?
1: So, we got accepted to do two sets on the Saturday of okay. Folkfest or City Folkfest. Folk? Yeah, yeah. Um, so we played one at Banditos on Bank, okay. and that was outdoors and they had more of a stage and there was some like tents and stuff. Cool. It was real windy. So I was oh, like yeah. kind of afraid the whole time that the tents were just going to take flight, oh, okay. but it ended up being fine. And, um, and then we walked down to purple Ur- urchin. I literally, okay. I don't know how to say that. Urchin. urchin. I don't, I'm not sure. Urchin. It's like a sea animal. Ur- urchin? 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 No, <laughs> <Urchin>? <laughs> <laughs> no it's, like a, or- it's a soap shop <laughs> anyway. Oh, okay. And, uh, yeah and uh that was like a really cool space and th- the idea of marvest is like local businesses kind of just open their doors okay for people to come in so they're not necessarily music venues so this oh, was okay. like literally a small soap shop and they had yeah. a corner for us to set up in but honestly it was so great it ended up being amazing the place was packed in like awesome. the door was open you know people on the sidewalk oh, and wow. stuff it was really cool
0: oh that's really cool and people at uh, they they I guess they must have a map of where all these locations are. Exactly. So people Just pack into. Yeah, see they all have like shows. a little cool.
1: pamphlet, and they have timing and stuff. So, but cool. the fun thing is that with those festivals, which I really love, is they put, um, like, they put all the local names alongside the actual lineup of okay. like. The famous people okay, playing, yeah. So as an A name, I oh, was literally like, "Your first brand first on the Blues Fest City Folk site last year, which was very wow. funny. I was like, thanks mom.'"
0: Yeah, <laughs> that I think that's definitely some. I think studios come up with that name, like Apple. Like I think that things are on purpose, like that. Yeah, well, I know it makes and you sense. just happened to get yeah, that. Yeah, who
1: knew? I didn't even know that was a strategy, but it was funny. I was laughing because like right away you just pop up. It's like yeah, that, and then like Alexis on fire. And I'm like yeah. <laughs>
0: that's funny yeah <laughs> was that ever i guess you always knew you were gonna be first in school and that was maybe not always the best but now well no because
1: something. last name is usually how they oh, do yeah, it with everything true. right yeah, so right. i'm Sorry. always used to being like right at oh, the end yeah. before the yeah. weird people with like x last names
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah oh yeah it's not usually yeah by the a um so you'd said you do, you do a lot of poetry or you do you still do poetry or does it just turn into songs now
1: um i think i do do both. Okay. Yeah. I'd probably just like, as pretentious as that is, like a lot of it, I try and make lyrics like come from poems. So I kind of consider it the same thing.
0: Definitely. Like yeah. I had one person on who said he, when they were making their album, he just went through his old poetry and turned it into a song. I, didn't, yeah. I was like, oh, that's smart. You already have stuff written from that came from you.
1: Yeah, totally. Yeah. I kind of do that too. Like I just, um, I write down like little... Hope. I called them. Yeah, I called them one-liners on oh, yeah. the CKCU radio interview, which came out totally wrong because that yeah. sounds like I'm making a like joke. jokes. Yeah, 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 exactly. And they were like, "Oh, tell me something." Like, po- any one line poetry. Just
0: like, yeah, yeah, like just like one lyrics. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Right.
1: A couple sentences here and there of like things that I think of, or like words that I like, yeah. words that I want to use, or just like images and stuff like that, and then mm-hmm. uh, write them down in my phone or like voice record or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then when I find a melody that is that i like i'll just like pull from that kind of like mind bank that i already have yeah yeah
0: you started playing when you playing piano when you were four like doing music yeah if you had a kid how old do you think you'd get them started like earlier than that
1: oh or? god no well because i hated it that, okay so.
0: so that's not the best way to start
1: that's it. up to them oh god thinking about having kids makes me anxious okay yeah no.
0: <laughs> but okay maybe not your kid if someone was going to have a kid if oh. you knew someone who in like, okay, around seven no it's not your not my child um no.
1: okay well then i would have to go back on my previous comment because i bought my four-year-old nephew a oh, piano okay, for, so for this christmas that seemed good okay <laughs> and i'm the biggest hypocrite in the world <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's just not for your own yeah exactly so that's just too much for, <laughs> it's, to think about that's way
1: too much yeah
0: <laughs> so sorry what was it it was i was just too busy thinking like oh, okay so you did get it yeah, yeah <laughs> it yeah. was a piano no oh.
1: i uh okay lights are off that's yeah. fine um yeah i got him i gave him my old keyboard um for christmas this year and when he was three i got him a toy guitar oh okay <laughs> so he got <laughs> a harmonica this year too so we're in a band together it's, yeah yeah
0: <laughs> do you, you play harmonica what, what instruments do you play
1: yeah i do piano, harmonica guitar
0: okay yeah how do you can you tell me how to play a harmonica it's like a lot of breathing in and out like oh, it's, in and out that's that's, all it is. <laughs> that's yeah. what that is and, and then going like, up and down the side of
1: it. i like can't even say that it counts as an instrument for me like i know a couple of riffs on it you okay. literally just blow you get a harmonica in the key of the song that you want and then fake it till you make it you're, oh really you're golden yeah oh okay yeah <laughs>
0: It seems kind of like the only instrument I've played was in grade six. I played the trombone, which I hated. Okay. And I thought that one was so hard because there wasn't a button. You had to just find like this spot. And yeah. isn't that is a kind of similar. I guess it
1: is, but it's so small. It's, I guess not, so, yeah. it's not as terrifying it's not as like some a, of those. It's like a six inch. The size like a of my blade. mouth. Yeah. What's so the like longest not... <laughs> harmonica?
0: I guess I'm picturing like a, I'm oh God, like a flute.
1: I have no idea. I think they aren't that big. No, they I have think to be small. They're tiny. And like, so each harmonica is for a different key. So like, I I have three that's why I'm like switching it into my weird headgear and it's like so annoying to do and so awkward and I always like hit myself yeah Yeah. um but while performing yeah because like you have to yeah you have to switch it all the time (laughs) so it's always like yeah um but yeah they have to be small because they're each for each key but I have seen one one of my friends got one that um like it was just really thick kind of. And then there was this button on the side that you could like change the key that it was in. So it was okay, like one yeah. master harmonica. Oh, okay. But he said it was really hard to play. So okay. I'm not going to go there.
0: Do you have a goal of like, oh, this is an instrument you want to knock get on your bucket list of like learning how to do?
1: I would really love to try like to do some strings. Like uh, I really love, I've been playing with a cellist a lot lately, okay. Seth, and he's awesome. But he kind of took that need away from me cause he can do yeah, it can so do it. well that I'm just like, yeah. okay, <laughs> that's easier for everyone.
0: Yeah. That's <laughs> but, interesting how that can happen. Um, sorry. Uh, but I, just, I had someone else on who had played music and they were in a band and their cousin learned guitar better. So they're like, well, there's no point me learning guitar cause you already got that down. Yeah, yeah, I'll yeah. just do vocals. <laughs> yeah.
1: No, it's fine. Yeah, yeah. Like, I don't know. I would, I would still really like to like joking aside. I think that the strings are so cool and I would love to take some lessons eventually, okay. but just, uh, for the time being, I don't really have time. So. Yeah.
0: Does that set up, like I've seen a harp, like uh, when oh, a harp pretty. shows up to a place, it comes in like what looks like a giant oven glove. Is that what a lot of like sh- string covers look like? I, oh, I, that's I haven't funny. seen too many.
1: Um, no, like the, the case that... Oh, it's a case. Okay. Yeah. It's like a hard case. Okay. I think it depends. You can probably do both, but okay. like I assume that the hard cases protect it more, so...
0: Maybe I don't know, but whenever I've seen it, it just ah it actually just looks like a giant oven. Yeah. Bit. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> and people are like, "What is going on?" And then you see it's a harp, and it's like so nice. And but it happens at gone just while people are studying. Oh, nice. Every now and then they bring a harpist or. That's funny. In a couple of days, Jillian Kerr, Yeah. Pe- random people. Did time. she bring a harpist? No. No. Oh, okay. Just, I was like, she, she can does you play her. The harp? That's so cool. I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> um. So you had an album how many years ago it was called lucid dreaming
1: yes oh you found that i try and hide that oh why is that (laughs) no i'm just kidding it just was so long ago that i feel like it's uh
0: you're embarrassed by it like it's not
1: no not embarrassed it's just like you know that thing when you like like think of your first podcast that you made
0: sure yeah it's
1: like that thing for me Like you wouldn't
0: want to listen to it like
1: i like i am very proud of that and it was like a big milestone in my life but now i'm like oh it's kind of not my like brand anymore it's kind of not my my like genre i don't know. yeah like it's not
0: available online
1: uh no i think it is still up there it's just i changed my artist name too like i just went as alexandra oh really yeah name because i was 20 and an idiot and um no just kidding (laughs) but (laughs) yeah um so I think people can't find it. It's not like related to my music okay. right now, but I'm going to leave it up there just because I'm sentimental. But like, I would just say that I feel like I'm a different artist now.
0: Okay. Yeah. Uh, and so based off it, I don't know much about it because it, it just you has... I, it. I, I actually, uh-huh. I could find where you could buy it, but it didn't always work. Oh, but I okay, found a couple okay. previews of your songs. Oh, okay. And uh, But it beco- being called Lucid Dreaming, yeah. when you've lucid dreamed, how were you able to tell you were dreaming?
1: Oh, good question i actually do it all the time oh which really? is weird How often? um probably like once a month
0: really yeah okay. i don't know my so brain, what are the signs my brain's
1: weird i just like no you just kind of know have you ever had it yeah i've had
0: a couple i and always just I, know there was a trigger for me like even though dreams can be so crazy and weird yeah. i remember one time being in inside in a kitchen and someone i knew was smoking a cigarette and i was like you don't smoke cigarettes. This is a dream. <laughs> and it's so crazy how, how many crazy things can happen in a dream. That's and then that, funny. I was like, that person would never smoke a cigarette, and especially not inside. Yeah. And, oh, that's too funny. And then I was no, dreaming. I,
1: I just know, I just know, like, it's you weird. Know it. I You're just like, felt I'm, like I'm, I'm in like, a dream. like I'm awake. Like it feels like I'm awake, but I'm like, no. Okay. But, um, What do you do? I remember the first time. Oh, I jump up and land on my face and then I wake up.
0: Oh, okay. Every time. Yeah. (laughs) You try to fly.
1: No, no. I just like try and make myself up because I don't like it. So I'll just like stand and then I, I jump up and then I hit my face on the ground and then I wake up
0: do you remember them you remember that happening a lot yeah, yeah i do what it all the, the time. locations that you're in doing one that? was
1: a maze that i was being okay. chased by burglars and so okay. that was actually very handy that so, i could just jump okay. up and hit the floor yeah. and wake up but i remember specifically and this one always makes me laugh when i was like pretty young and it started happening i was like in a i was in the playground at recess mm-hmm. and i remember like realizing that i was in a dream and I was like pretty yeah. young and I was like, mom, like I screamed mom yeah. and she walked into the playground in my dream.
0: Oh, wow. And I
1: was like, no. That's freaky. Yeah. yeah anyway, but, <laughs> and I didn't really realize how freaky it was, but that memory always stayed with me. I was like seven or something. So anyway. Wow. Yeah. And then tried to wake
0: up, but you know, you're in a dream. And i you to can't... wake up, but
1: like, they're just like coming into my yeah. subconscious or whatever it is. But like. I don't know that that one always was funny to me but ever since then I just like jump or hit myself until I wake up okay
0: (laughs) (laughs) all right you never have a good time and you never want to like try to do something fun in the dream
1: um I think that I've done it a little bit but I just like I there's always a part of me that wants to wake up
0: really yeah and why is that
1: I don't know Cause you know. have like
0: this whole album titled after it. It's
1: cause I can never like fly. I can never do you, any of the shit that I want to do. Yeah. yeah. So I'm like, ugh, I'm just trying again. Let's just wake up. <laughs> let's go to another reality. dream
0: where yeah. I don't know I'm dreaming. And then I and can do can all happen. the cool
1: stuff. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I've <And> given up. <laughs>
0: Um, yeah, I don't, I think I, I, I basically think I tried the same thing where I was like, I realized I was dreaming and then I jumped on like, uh, a banister to like skateboard down it yeah, and yeah, I right. was like kind of doing it and then I kind of like tripped and I'm like, oh, it's hard because you, I mean, I mean, you're so self-aware Yeah, exactly. It feels doing.
1: like it's like real almost. Like so the world like, can like break down
0: around you because you, you're, you're, thinking, <laughs> you're too thinking too much about, about it. it. Yeah. yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. No, it's, it's a weird thing, but
0: Not yeah. in the dream moment.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> um, so on that album you have a song called 333 yes what is the significance of that
1: that's going to be on my new album oh really Okay. so actually a lot of the songs not a lot i would say three three of the songs on there and kind of the thing i'll answer that sorry i'm just diverting for a second but like um so a lot of those songs like i i wrote and put out that album probably a year after i had sang in public for the first time oh wow so it felt very like now that i look back at it it was like i wanted to have something to like showcase obviously you're
0: yeah, like i'm a musician i need to have music exactly out
1: there. like to something to sell yeah. like you know um anyway but so some of those songs have stayed with me others mm-hmm. i can't even remember how to play them oh wow so i figured that those songs kind of like stayed with me like as i grew as a musician and now they sound a lot different than they do on that okay. album but that's why i want to kind of put them out on this one too because yeah. this august moon album is going to be like like what you would hear me do at a set that I do now. now. Yeah, okay. exactly.
0: And how long, sorry, has it been since that?
1: Uh, it was twenty fifteen. Okay. Yeah. So five years.
0: And you can can you see like a significant growth in yourself like every year like or like what what is like the, the judge like when you have someone coming like wow you're, umpteen times better than last time I saw you how, how can you tell yeah. that you're like growing?
1: Um. Honestly, I just feel more like authentic. Does mm-hmm. that make sense? Yeah. Like, I felt like I was trying to be something. And I don't think you necessarily know that in the moment. Mm-hmm. But, like, when I look back, it, it, it feels like I was trying to be something. Where now as I just, like, do the stuff that comes naturally and I'm a lot more confident. And yeah, um, obviously, I've had five more years of practice. So, mm-hmm. like, probably technically I'm a bit better too. But it, it feels a lot more, like, I'm just, like, more comfortable with yeah. myself. So it kind of reflects that way in the music.
0: That's good. I think that has to happen. Where You have to feel like someone else at the beginning because you're just copying your favorite things. Well,
1: exactly, yeah. And
0: everyone does that. The people you copy copied someone 100%. else. 100%. And then like, you form yourself.
1: Yeah, totally. And I think that's the thing like I always try and explain when I'm like, I'm not, it's not that I'm embarrassed of it. It just, mm. I feel like I've outgrown it.
0: Yeah, okay. Yeah. And so what's the significance oh, yeah, sorry. of 333?
1: <laughs> I lied, I forgot to answer. <laughs> um. Okay, well, honestly, just I, I wrote that album when I was, I like... Wrote that album about a time when I was just feeling like kind of lost. Okay. And uh, 333 was, I honestly, I was having, I didn't like have a super stable routine. I like just had dropped out of school and like didn't really know what I was doing in my life. Kind of like going through a first like battle with depression and stuff. And okay. back living with my mom. Um, and it was just like, I really did keep waking up in the middle of the night. And cool. I would always like that thing, you know, when you see the clock and it's like 11:11 11, 11 or whatever. Mm-hmm, yeah. That kept happening to me and with this number. Yeah, with okay. 333 okay. and uh it just it was around the time that I was writing a lot of music and kind mm-hmm. of like figuring things out, so it just was like a significant pattern to me. It kind of like gave me a little routine in a time when I felt kind of lost.
0: Would you see it only on clocks or would it, that number pop up in other places?
1: Honestly, I don't really remember. I okay. remember it like very significantly on my, like, clock radio beside okay. me. But yeah. I'm sure it's one of those things that, like, when you see it once, yeah. you start to see it everywhere.
0: Well, I have that right now. Do you? I have a number. And, with, oh, and, what is it? Uh, 237. 237. And so okay. I saw... So it's crazy because the last podcast I did, I was doing research for the guy, and yeah. he had an album cover with a screenshot at no 237. Way. And so it just it freaked me out. And yeah. so, like, originally, for me, that number is, like, it's from The Shining. That's, like, the room number of the hotel room. Oh, right. So then they made a documentary called Room 237 that was like 7 years ago 8 years ago how many ever many years ago i saw that only the past couple years You've been i now that. see that everywhere that it's whether funny. it's like it's how like long what? a song is or a video that i see or a, the length of a whole movie 2 hours and 37 minutes like yeah. the time of day yeah oh that's funny <laughs> it's weird
1: yeah I like that though. It's just like, it's funny how your mind does that. Cause like, mm-hmm. obviously, you would see it at any other time. But now that you're like so hyper aware of it, uh, yeah. you're like, oh my God, 237. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. It's,
0: it's just a kind of a weird thing that, and now hopefully, hopefully it stops happening. But I can't, it's cause <laughs> you just, you're focused on it.
1: I'm going to try and work it into the rest of this podcast. I think a lot of my friends are going to keep doing
0: it. And <laughs> especially now that I keep saying it, yeah, <laughs> people yeah. know like, that that's what things are going to happen. You just have to own it. Buy yeah. like a
1: shirt with it on it and just rock there it. There definitely are because yeah. of the shining.
0: Yeah, that's oh, true. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it's its own separate thing um so you uh or actually i guess Nah, never mind that doesn't matter <laughs> i was gonna be like 333 that's half 666 but <laughs> I, I said it anyways yes and <laughs> now people.
1: is the time i admit that i am the devil okay good to know <laughs> now that we all know
0: um so you do uh, i talked about i guess volunteering before but that volunteering was more to get a work experience you you volunteer uh what do you volunteer for sorry what do you do i know you do a little bit with where is it? Sorry. Uh, hospice care, hospice care. Yeah. yeah. Um,
1: I guess that's, yeah, no, I've been a volunteer there for a while. My mom's the executive director for hospice care, Ottawa. Okay. So no. our whole family's pretty involved with oh, it. Oh really? Okay. Um, but I just, I've done like volunteering. I used to do like the front desk okay. kind of stuff. Just do like admin stuff. Are you um, playing music? Yeah. But okay. now I've gotten okay. into playing music for events okay. and like, I do not want to say ceremonies. I just say events. Like okay. they have, uh, events at the actual hospice and then they'll do like fundraisers and stuff elsewhere. So whenever they need a performer, I am there to do that. And I also do some like comms stuff for them. Okay. Yeah. So like I do some live tweeting and like, that's what I work in. That's my, uh, Okay. yeah. So I'll help them out with communications, media kind of stuff.
0: Okay. So you're doing things that you have skills in, but just for free. Exactly. This group that you care about while your full family does. Yeah. Pretty much. That's cool. And have you, have you gained anything from these experience? Like, what do you? What have you gained from volunteering? Because I work with uh, a lot of volunteers at Algonquin. I like, yeah. I go to and take photos of people while they're volunteering. Oh, nice. And it's cool, just because all these things have so many cool people. Anyone that volunteers, I find, is something that's so, I guess, just yeah, like down earth of like a cool. Like, right. you're, you're giving your time. That that can that's value where normally you get paid to do this.
1: Yeah, I. Uh, I don't know. It's just like kind of so ingrained. I mean, I just love hospice care, and I know that sounds like. I always try and push it because, um, you know how a lot of like hospice care, you know, is like palliative care. It's end of life okay. care. Um, but some of the people I meet there, it's just so crazy. Like people are just trying to enjoy their last couple days, months, years on earth. And yeah. like when all of that stuff is gone, like these people just learn to paint at like 92 or oh, like wow. play music and they're just the coolest. Like yeah. I just find it so like it's such a whole, it's a whole different side of life. Like in this like busy kind of mid twenties, yeah. it's just like, you get to go over there and see people just really slowing down and enjoying all the little things. So it's oh, very wow. cool.
0: Um, can you talk about, I guess, anyone that you've met that you're like, Oh, that person that just like, yeah. had some good Stories.
1: Yeah. So I've actually been doing now that I think about it. Um, I got to do like, so I was in journalism too, for a while. So I started mm-hmm. to do some like stories. I would go and interview and write stories for their like newsletter that they Okay. So this one guy I got to go meet, his name was Norm. I forget his last name, but I went to his place and he just participated in the day hospice program. So he wasn't like um, like in, in the hospice in like a room being treated for. He would just like, he did have like a life limiting illness. So he okay. would go in and so they kind of have like uh, day programs where you can just go hang out with people like, okay. you know, do different activities, et cetera. Okay. And so he had actually learned to paint. He said the last time he'd painted was he painted his deck for him and his wife when they were 25. And then at like 89 or something crazy, he picked up a paintbrush and started painting in this day hospice program. And it was incredible. And, uh, So he actually, this is a crazy story. I know it sounds like I'm making it up, but I wrote this story about him, but um, he actually was like, Hey, I'm going to paint you some photos. And I was like, great, thank you. And honestly, by the time they came in the mail to me, he had actually passed away, but he painted these two really nice canvases for me. One was like his rendition of the blue woman by Picasso. And then there was just like this other kind of abstract one. So I don't know. That was a cool story. Yeah. Yeah, (laughs) I forgot about that. That's interesting. Yeah
0: okay so we're actually coming to the end of this podcast yeah. and it's been really great uh the way that i end is i have a series of ways to end so i'll let you pick which one of these you like oh, without no. the description of them okay. and i'll tell you what it means which one you picked death row death row all right <laughs> i think i might need to change the name of this one because everyone picks this one all Do the time know? and really all, all it is is um you're on death row last what meal it's your final meal yes. <laughs> Yeah. You, <Okay>. no. <laughs>
1: oh man god i listened to so many true pri- crime podcasts that you'd think i should have uh like answered Heard this some good before. tips yeah what
0: people get oh god do they talk about this on true crime like people in their last no
1: but they just like will do this where they kind of just like shoot the shit at the end of oh, it and okay. ask yeah. each other silly questions sure. like that yeah um okay i want a charcuterie board okay bunch of different cheeses mm-hmm. bunch of different meats olives Etc., and then I want a Dairy Queen Blizzard cookie dough.
0: Okay, nice. <laughs>
1: And I think I should be good yeah that's awesome and wine and yeah of wine. course yeah <laughs> okay That's right. all right
0: great well this is the end thank you so much for coming on
1: yeah thank you for having me this is fun
0: yeah this was great and you still have I guess 10 more days left of your crowdfunding that's going on when this comes out yes. so if anyone wants to donate to that and you have music if
1: anyone wants to get me to an even 2000 that's yeah. just an OCV thing I really don't <laughs> oh, need yeah. anything else thank you all <laughs>
0: or you might do that yourself if, that, if, <laughs> yeah. if nobody $14. else does dollars. It. Yeah, yeah it's 14 dollars away all right here's here's to it 14. okay <laughs> right. thank okay. you see you but